0: This reminds me of like when we had to write five paragraph essays in like third grade and like the topics like what write about your favorite things about summer and you had to have three things to back up and the first two nailed and then I spent like a half hour trying to think of a third thing to back up and I'm like, okay. Uh, it's summer's nice because it's hot outside there's no school and uh it's it's summer that's fine okay <laughs> let's write about that <laughs> yeah and then you you expound
1: for a whole paragraph in broken third grade english about why it's summer is the best part about it being summer
0: yeah and it's all in cursive for some reason <laughs> Remember cursive? I still can write in cursive, and
1: sometimes that like catches like because I you know I've worked with some kids; they don't learn cursive anymore. And so I, no. I wrote in cursive because I was drawing like a little comic on that whiteboard, and uh, like the youngest one went, "How do you know how to do that?" And I am like, "Because I am old, yeah, and I am like going to be part of like the the final dying wheeze of knowing cursive."
0: By yeah, default. we're on the we're on the very edge of learning how to write cursive. Seriously, it's kind of sad. Yeah. I don't know. I, st- I still write my Fs the cursive F. That's not a joke. In standard writing, Yeah. Huh. It goes back and forth. Sometimes it's the normal like lowercase F. And sometimes if I'm writing really fast, it's just because uh, it's just one motion. It's actually easier.
1: Huh. Yeah. That's Septillion or Grindset, right? Cursive Fs because they're more efficient. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I'm rich. Exactly.
1: Bradley is That's the wealthiest man on
0: earth. And I got so much money. I don't want to brag, but I got $200.
1: <laughs> His TikTok is so popular because all he does is walk around and flex.
0: Yeah. Not not to brag, but TikTok creator fund, 80 bucks. Oh, my God. That's not God. joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's actually not a lot of money with the amount of views I've brought to the platform. But, but you know, no, they, no shade to TikTok except for every terrible thing they've done. Was, um, yeah. Yeah, they actually do owe me more in my <laughs> opinion. But, you know, that's not... That's uh, not here nor there, as they say. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, anyway. All right. Let's let's get this stupid show on the way. (laughs) Rise up, gamers. Hi, I'm Bradley Miller. And I'm Hank Farr. And this is No Good Ideas.
1: In this podcast, we explore all kinds of bad ideas throughout history. From terrible leadership decisions to PR disasters, we're going to cover it all. And, and oh, oh, and maybe
0: step over my line along the way.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I was under the impression that, that was all one sentence because I quick hopped over to the Google Doc because I can't remember it.
0: You're getting all cocky and you're like, I got this down. I don't have to look yeah, at I it. And then the you, whole... messed up, <laughs> you messed up, Hank. You messed up. All
1: fine, right. No. So. I did have to make a sad announcement that this is my final day as a uh, co-host because Bradley's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, so goodbye, everybody. It's been fun. This is my final episode, And next week we will actually just have this really cute dog he found as the co-host.
0: Yeah. And honestly, than the dog. Dog demographic is actually huge of podcasts right now. Uh, they call them dog casts, actually. And uh, so having a dog co-host, I think is just going to do leaps and bounds in terms of our uh, listenership. So I'm really excited for this future of No Good Ideas um, and also for you dying in the future. So all of this is going to be uh, great for the show, in my opinion. Um, so I'm really excited for the future of that.
1: All right. So what do we have on the docket for my final
0: episode before I perish? Uh I think it's a a great way to go out, actually. We're uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh the E T video game. Yeah, gaming! Yeah, rise gaming. up, gamers gaming, 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 gaming. I can't do it over Zoom. It's gonna yeah, be so kind of hard. Okay, uh, let's just chant gaming and then in post I'll put it so it sounds like we're chanting together. So there we go. one, two, three. Gaming gaming, 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 Sweet. We got it. Okay. <laughs> that was the cringiest thing we've ever done this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the whole episode is just going to be that on a loop. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's that for 30 more minutes. Um, but no, uh, this is actually a topic that when I first started this podcast, when we first started this podcast, excuse me. Well, I mean, I'm going to be the sole host after this one. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, it was an idea that I knew I wanted to talk about because it's infamous as just being the video game that everyone knows. And it's, I don't want to spoil anything, but it definitely is a bad idea. Um, but going into this, um, we know E.T., right? Yeah. That movie freaked me out as a kid, actually. I didn't like it. It 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 is freaky as like a family movie.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's like. Like, you know, you get all the, the VHS trailers where it's like, relive the wonders of your childhood with your family, with E.T. on VHS, remastered, HD in four x three. And like and then it's like like all of the like uh you know, the shot of him going in front of him. It's like, wow, this is gonna be great, right? And then you just cut to like me and I'm like six and there's just like the gray dying E.T. like laying on the floor yeah. in the kid's bathroom, like It's like, what? (laughs) Things creepy to begin with. It's got the disgusting finger.
0: Yeah, it's gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, luckily we won't talk about the movie uh, because I actually haven't seen it in a long time and I kind of forget a lot of it. Same. Um, So thank goodness we're not talking (laughs) about that. And plus also as creepy as E.T. is, we have to acknowledge it's widely regarded as the sci-fi movie, you know what I mean? It's one of the more classic sci-fi movies out there and kind of revitalized the genre back in the time that it was made.
1: When did it, it, it come out?
0: 70. I, I did all my research like two weeks ago and I kind of have to refamiliarize with myself with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it was um in the 80s, I believe. In the 80s. You're going to tell a Star Wars fan to his face
1: that... E.T. is what revitalized sci-fi after Star Wars came out.
0: I don't think it came out after Star Wars. Star Wars came out in the 70s, probably. Oh, that's right. But I will say, I mean, we have to acknowledge that it made a huge impact. Oh, yeah, it was a big deal. And it's Steven Spielberg. And he kind of brought back the idea of like genre films back before then genre specific films were kind of viewed as kind of tacky. And then he made like Jurassic Park, and it was just like it's a yeah. dinosaur. The whole thing is it's a dinosaur. Everyone's yeah. like, "Whoa!" And this is a good movie too. This is crazy. Yeah, I love dinosaur movies. Exactly. Now we love dinosaur <laughs> movies. Yeah. Yeah, dinosaurs. Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they Let's eat go. them, and Chris Pratt's in them. That's yeah, great. Um, so we have to acknowledge that, you yeah. know, but. Like I said, this is about E.T., the video game. So we start with Atari and we know Atari. They completely revolutionized video games in the 1960s and 70s. Pong ever heard of it? Once or twice. Yeah. You know, they kicked off the video game industry as a whole. They created the video game cabinet, the video game cabinet. Fun fact, this is not a joke. Uh, they originally created the cabinet, you know, the like, you know, what I'm talking about a video game cabinet, like an arcade game, you know? Yeah, it's uh, no. The video game cabinet is a uh, board of
1: advisors that uh, decide all things uh, video games.
0: Yeah. For president they, they, video game. You know, uh, in Among Us, when you decide who's sus, that's the video Among game Anyway, uh, that's just a silly joke. Uh,
1: Okay, so you're talking about like the kind of the
0: arcade machine kind of structure. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Uh, But when they originally created the cabinet, they created with a manufacturing company called Nutting Associates. So, hey, the story starts (laughs) off of a fun little little thing right off the bat. (laughs) That's like,
1: uh, oh, like there's there's still construction companies that use like 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 it was. (laughs) <laughs> like the, the word, they use the word erection to describe the fact that they build things because they erect buildings. So they say, it's like, it's like, like, old Jimmy's family erection. It's like, I um, you guys got to change that. Yeah, you can't, you
0: can't say that. You, you Family in it, you can't. <laughs> That's you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So nothing. Uh, <laughs>
0: so and then uh, apparently they got moved to a different company called Bali and they went under independent. Thus, Pong was created through all that. But yep. Atari, huge. Um, yep. And then Atari releases the 2600, which is the home console. Ooh. Ooh. It's huge. You can play video games at your house. Oh, my God. And it was huge the first year. Great sales. Mm-hmm. Kind of a bummer in second year sales. Yeah. Uh, so they were able to bring in third party developers to bring more games in. Yeah. Um, and through that, they start licensing 2600 versions of popular games and properties. And this was working well. Like they're making Pac-Man as like a 2600 game. If you look it up, it's wild um, as a... <laughs> game because it looks like pac-man but it's super simplified because the it's at 2600 it's less powerful than what the pac-man yeah. machines they had so it just it looks sort of like it it's like the wish.com version of pac-man <laughs> just a yeah. square yes yeah, so, honestly it's kind of like that wow that's yeah crazy, actually <laughs> um but in you know atari was becoming a powerhouse in the gaming industry and nobody can stop them Nobody can yeah, stop as we Atari. Know today, Nobody did stop them. They're no. still the only company. Yeah. You can't you know the Atari Switch, uh the Atari PlayStation 4, 5, 6, the Atari Microsoft Xbox. Xbox One, Xbox yeah. 360, Xbox what's the new one? X? I can't keep track of them actually. Yeah. PlayStation
1: makes it so easy. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that hard. Xbox
0: is a ding 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 ding. It's a freaking pinball machine. Yeah xbox is a ping pong is a pin is a is a game uh but here comes <laughs> here comes howard scott warshaw Ooh. he's a computer developer and he got a master's degree in computing engineering and he was hired by atari uh, he became a superstar with his first game yar's revenge Ooh, it was art? a huge success i don't know i didn't look that up it was just called yar's revenge I did this very late at night, fun. two weeks ago, and I, there's some there's some holes that you're going to see. Um, but that was it was such a big hit that he was tasked to create a video game version of Steven Spielberg's Raiders of the Lost Ark. One of my favorite movies. Do you Ooh, like Indiana Jones?
1: The, oh, that's a. So I watched that movie when I was like six mm-hmm. and the whole melting faces thing, like actually oh. scared. Another thing that scared me as a kid scared the bejesus out of me so bad yeah. that I didn't sleep that night uh, and had nightmares of it for like like a while uh that's the second but, one now
0: oh wait no Raiders, Raiders of the is Lost Ark Ark is the first
1: one Raiders of the, of the Lost the
0: face melting. um and then uh, the second Temple one of Doom and, is the Temple second of Doom one. and then uh, The Last Crusade and then those are the yeah. only three Indiana Jones movies um and so yeah <laughs> yeah we're not acknowledging anything else uh my yeah, favorites there's nothing else to acknowledge, okay. else to acknowledge. yeah why well, yeah. we only talk about the 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 uh, three movies cuz there's only three. My favorite yeah. is The Last Crusade. I don't know why you're making such a big friggin' deal about the fact that there's three movies. We know this, Bradley. We know there's only three movies. It's true fact. Yeah. Well, I love Last Crusade. I have no idea why it's I just think uh it's Sean just Conrad, good. Man. Yeah, no, exactly. No. I've rewatched them recently. Yes, they're very good movies. Yes. But anyway, uh, it should be acknowledged uh, back to the story. It should be acknowledged that Howard Scott Warshaw was 23 years old. He was my age when he was doing this. Oh he was gosh. tasked to make a video game for the biggest movie maker of all time. Steven Spielberg. Self. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, Ethan and I, we made our game together that I've promoted every single episode on this podcast. You can pr- and, promote uh, it right now if you want. Yeah. Little brother's turn. Uh, iOS, actually, we Android don't have time. Steam. Um, okay. okay. Uh, but so like, <laughs> If we were under the pressure of, like, you know, one of the biggest directors in the world, I don't know. That'd be scary. Yeah. That'd be real scary. I don't think I could do it. We'd probably just end up defaulting to making a match four game like every other company. There's other games that exist, people. Temple Run Match 4?
0: Yeah. I I sent you that, right?
1: Yeah, you did. You made me mad. Yeah. Why do we need to, like, hey, everybody makes match four games, like... Thank goodness Supercell hasn't made a match four game. Like, they're the only company I can think of that hasn't. No. How, and are they all successful? Why do they keep getting made? It doesn't make any sense to me. I it think the reason so
0: why they keep getting made is, and we can talk about this in a future episode, but the reason why they keep getting made is because they are successful. It's it, it caters to our lizard's brains, you know, our lizard brain. Yeah. It's just yeah. seeing colorful colors. When you see four together, it disappears. It's satisfying you know yeah it's it's addictive it's crack
1: i feel like we could just you know consolidate that addiction but that's just me being a game snob even though i don't play that much other than mobile games and some switch games and a couple wii games so yeah uh, not room not much room to talk but i Mm -hmm. made one so okay i do have room anyway
0: you're a game maker you're a game developer in a way in a way on the day
1: in a way on the day so uh uh
0: wigglesworth warshaw Anyway, Howard about. Scott Warshaw. OK, there we go. That's that's close. So he was our age working with Steven Spielberg. Um, oh. He then spent 10 months making the Raiders of the Lost Ark game. And he put his heart and blood and soul into it. And when he showed it to Steven Spielberg, he was amazed. He said, Ooh. it's just like a movie. I feel like I just watched a movie. And can you imagine getting I-
1: yeah. It would be the, the, the like the ultimate compliment. If I got that compliment from Steven Spielberg, if he was like, wow, this was like watching a movie, I'd piss myself in front of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I feel like today the saying, yo, that video game was a movie might have a different connotation. <laughs> But having that from like an accomplished the accomplished movie maker yeah. and filmmaker and director and overall cool guy in the world, uh, man, that would just I'd be over the moon. That's the biggest compliment you can get. So the game is a hit. So what comes next?
1: E.T. Another Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, man. another <laughs> Steven
0: Spielberg movie. E.T. releases and it's the hugest movie ever for like ever and ever and ever. Um, it's it's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, Atari gets a $20 million deal to make a video game for it. And he asked Warshaw to help make it. Um, But there is a catch. In order to get it out by Christmas, Warshaw only has five weeks to make this game. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Compared to the
0: 10 months it took to make Raiders of the Lost Ark. So he has a fraction of the time this time. Literally like a little over 10% of the time. Oh no, 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 no. So, you know, with that time restraint and just kind of the cocky nature coming off of Raiders of the Lost Ark, he's like, yeah, I can totally do this. So, dude, yeah, he spends the next 36 hours. He has 36 hours to think of a concept for the game and pitch it. Um, The original concept was for creating a whole world for E.T., and he's trying to find, like, pieces of a phone for him to build in phone home. That's going to be the concept oh. of the game. Okay, um, that's reasonable. So then he pitched it to Spielberg. And Spielberg, and this is a quote, was like, why not just do something like Pac-Man? What, Steven? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that, Steven? <laughs> I don't know what he meant by that. Um, Warshaw was kind of pissed. But eventually, he said, "Okay, I'll make it like Pac-Man." No good ideas. We'll be right back. So much has happened here, right? We can. I'll talk about yeah. the, the, this. as a lot has happened here? What does? Why not do something like Pac-Man? Even mean? <laughs> it can it imagine- makes me
1: wonder. As to what Steven Spielberg's understanding of what a video game should be was. Yeah. Especially if, like, when he said, like, this is like watching a movie. Is it just because he hadn't seen video games before or something? And he was, like, like, <laughs> like I, I don't know, like, like, kind of blown away by that. And so, like, upon Maybe. being asked for further information on his thoughts on that, his brain just went, uh,
0: Pac-Man's the video game. People like that one. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, imagine you showed one of your animation works at youtube.com slash backslash forward slash whatever slash Hank far. Yeah. Backslash Hank far. We can see my new film, the beekeeper, which will have released by the time of recording this. And you show it to someone huge in the animation entertainment industry. And they're like, you know, that's good. But like, why not just make it something like cocomelon? You know what I mean? I was going to say
1: cocomelon. I was (laughs) going to say, why don't make it like cocomelon? That's like the perfect analogy for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I would literally, and I can see why he was pissed because somebody says that to me. I just, (laughs) (laughs)
0: just Uh, for the audio listeners, he just shot himself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, like that would be so just like, why not make it like lesser thing? That's just a rip off. You you, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: I can understand his frustration there. (laughs) Yeah, but he was pissed, but eventually he said yes. So he then spends the next five weeks making the E.T. video game. And I'm going to see if I can pop up the E.T. video game.
1: I feel like I've seen images from it, but like a long time ago, like
0: early YouTube seeing a review of it. So it's very hazy. So I'm going to be showing Hank... The video game that was created in five weeks. Yeah. Um, so, Hank, I want you to do your best to describe what you're seeing here. You're going to be kind of the eyes of the audio listeners right now.
1: All right. You're looking at a screen.
0: OK, so basically this is the E.T. game. Oh, that's And the way that. Yeah, it is pretty creepy.
1: You're looking at the screen. It's like kind of an unsettling blue with an unsettling dark orange text that's at a weird angle. This is E.T. You probably spent a little bit too much time putting this text at an angle um, for. The, what am I seeing? Sorry.
0: Sorry. I had Uh-oh. to skip forward to get over some stuff. But now we're in the now main. you're looking
1: at a weird just like it looks like a green. Um, oh, it's just two different shades of green. It looks like a frickin uh, QR code like stretched out and repeated and there's just some disgusting little elephant boy walking. Oh, it's neck. It's neck extends. The elephant boy's neck extends and its feet just move up and down, literally detaching from its body to create the walking animation. Oh, he just fell into a pit. Elephant boy's in a pit. Oh yeah. The pit is, it is a black with like a strange grayish lavender behind it. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, the elephant boy is hovering with his neck fully extended. He just, Oh He's back on the dude. There's no I have no
0: idea what's happening here. Visually, there's no indication of what's going on. And that's one of the problems of the game. So let me describe what you just saw. So the way this game works is you control E.T. from like a bird's eye view perspective and you go around and you try to collect pieces of a telephone and you avoid the various pits that E.T. can fall in as you saw or as Hank saw in that game. Uh, you can collect Reese's pieces as a way to regain energy from falls or you exchange nine of them for a piece of the phone. Um, and you saw that's a really disorienting design that they have there. Correct. Yeah. Cause once you fall into the pit, you're not in a bird's eye view anymore. No. So it doesn't even look like a pit really. Yeah. Like keep a, it
1: it read as that to me, but because it was a bird's eye view, it was, it was extra confusing. And also just
0: the pixel art is awful. And the. The color choice couldn't be worse, really. No. Yeah. And so there's super disorienting design is super glitchy and it confused players and people just didn't like the game. I'm going to show you a little bit more and just keep describing what you see here.
1: Yeah. Elephant boys back in the weird green amalgamation. Okay, now there's four. Green symbols. Oh, there's a figure moving towards him. It looks vaguely like a human. It's just following him. That's actually quite scary. Mm -hmm. The pieces of the telephone, I guess, are just like weird pixel spots on the screen. Oh. Oh, he's in the he's in the Parthenon. There's a little (laughs) house next to two Greek column structures, and these figures just kind of shift in and out of the screen. Oh, different fit. He's in the pit again.
0: Oh, he's back in the pit.
1: Also, there's just a number that keeps changing on the bottom. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it just goes up and down. I don't know why the neck extends. I guess I can now I've now figured out that that's part of the. Oh, he's in the pit again. It just there's just things moving and there's shapes that look like symbols
0: and he's in a pit and he's not this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's repeat in, in this video. He's repeatedly falling back into the pit.
1: Yeah, I, I don't he's know. he's like
0: if, stuck in there.
1: I don't know if I've like explained this like on the podcast. I probably it's probably come up at some point, but like I'm an animator. So visual, when you're designing something... You've explained that you're an animator. Okay, well, I didn't mean that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. okay, so they know this. But visually, it's so important to make sure that something communicates what you want it to. That's all design is, is that it it says everything you want them to know about something visually, and that comes down to, like, the shapes and the colors of everything. There's none of that here. No. This is just... This is a nightmare. This looks like one of my nightmares. I have had night. I had nightmares as a child that looked like this, and they would scare me very much because this. That's a great way of describing it. Honestly, you can't comprehend it. It's just shapes. Mm-hmm. Your some dude's brain made upon yeah. being told to make Pac-Man by Steven Spielberg. I don't see how this is like Pac-Man. I don't see it is. I can kind of see it,
0: but it's it's wild. And I implore everyone who is listening to this at some point, go and look up E.T., the video game, just so you have a better understanding of what we're talking about. Yeah, E.T. looks like a little elephant boy. Yeah, he he honestly looks like a little green elephant boy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, that's so weird. So that's the design of the game. Uh, And you can see why people didn't like it. Uh, Author Stephen Kent described the game as infamous within the industry, citing primitive graphics, dull gameplay and a disappointing story, as you can (laughs) get. In 1984, Softline, uh, which is, I believe, a video game, a reader, not video game, a magazine. Sorry. They named the game the second worst Atari program of 1983. Um, And people didn't like how easy it was to fall in the hole. You saw it. it kept falling in pits and it made the game super time consuming when it didn't need to be. Yeah.
1: I just I need to know how people said it had a disappointing story. You're telling me that amalgamation of shapes had a story?
0: I don't think I had a story. I they they had some major artistic liberties with saying that that was pieces of a telephone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> no,
0: there's no story there. They can't say that. That's giving it too much credit. <laughs> but whatever. It's time to sell it. They don't. There's no looking back. They have to sell this video game. Oh, so, so this is before
1: it's gone on sale.
0: Yep. This is all before it's gone on sale. This is all oh, no. um, the like pre-reviews uh oh, no, so they no. did the largest video game marketing campaign ever because remember this is right off the tail of the raiders of the lost ark oh, boy. a great video game they spent five million dollars on marketing and they made over four million copies to sell and so it releases and initially the game sold pretty well um but that was mainly because of parents high? but no it's because of parents oh. buying the game for their kids who liked the movie ET. Yeah, uh. Uh-uh. It wasn't from the people who heard the game was good. It's just like when your mom is just like, "Hey, I, I for Christmas I heard you guys like M and M's. Here's M M&M and M Cart Racer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My neighbors actually had that game growing up. Oh, it's real? um and yeah, it's real and it's a bad video game. Uh, but you put yeah. it up, you put up with it when you're a kid. You're like, oh, this is great, but <laughs> exactly, man, it was not that good.
1: Yeah, there's so but, many things that you're a kid like. You go back and watch it. And next episode, if these release uh, consecutively with how they're discussed, you watch things and then you go back and you read about them 20 years later and you go, oh, God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was not good. But no spoilers. We'll get to that later. Anyway, uh, so when Christmas is over out of the four million copies it only sold one point five million, So they had a lot of copies left over. So they completely underestimated or overestimated. Yeah. Or they underestimated how bad it would sell. They overestimated how well it would sell. Um, and it was beyond people just didn't like the game. This video game brought down an entire industry. <sighs> Atari lost $310 million by the second quarter of 1983 after Ooh. this game released. Oh my god. This was the time when people were starting to focus more on the home computer rather than consoles when it came to video games. Oh, and no. E.T. was just proof that the video game market became too saturated for consumers after they released it to third-party developers back in the early days of the 2600. And this became a video game industry-like bust of 1983.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. And it's infancy, too. That's not good. That's, that hurts. Mm-hmm. And it lasted for a few years, and Nintendo actually brought it back. So it wasn't until huh. Nintendo made their home console that people were like, OK, this is good. But <laughs> for a few years, video games were just not the thing, at least for home consoles. Okay. So, yeah, the E.T. video game almost ruined video games forever. I almost made it so there could be no gamers. There could have been no game. I mean, that would have been nice. But yeah, that's it's yeah. like, yeah, when you think about it, um, like mainly just to co- call. I mean, obviously, video games are good. I love video games, Me you too. know? Yeah, but. You know the culture of it now. You ever been in an Overwatch lobby? Oh, I don't play Overwatch, but now. Yeah, I, I played it a few times
1: on my friend's computer. You join a lobby of that, and then it's like mm, maybe we'd be better off without gamers existing.
0: Yeah, you you want to be on the record saying that? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so <laughs> if they let, let, let me tell you something, Hank. Yeah. If they only sold 1.5 million copies out of the 4 million made, where are the other 2.5 million?
1: Food for the children. Back then, consoles were edible. And the reason that the Nintendo Switch cartridges taste so bad is because they had to discourage people. They had to say, these aren't food anymore,
0: guys. These aren't made of bread anymore. Stop eating them. I will say it wasn't food, but you're not terribly far off. Uh, apparently, <laughs> reportedly, Atari dumped hundreds of thousands of game cartridges in a New Mexico landfill. Mm. And it was believed that all the copies of ET were in this landfill for years. The, e- the Atari was just like, we can't stand to have all these copies of this horrible video game that we made. We just have to leave them all somewhere. So it's believed that for years there was this entire pile of video games in the middle of New Mexico. And it wasn't until 2014 um, when a public excavation was held, and they saw that there were some cartridges there. So there was some truth there. We don't know how many are actually there yet. Still. Yeah, but there is some truth that Atari did dump a bunch of cartridges <sighs> in the middle of New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: still counting them to this day. Actually, they just got done some dude that's just like 14,053, 14,054. They pay him well. So yeah. he keeps doing it. Yeah.
0: You know, above minimum wage, pay. obviously, but it's like a good amount, you know? Yeah, we'll know by like 2035. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you could put it in doing the good work. So. With all this, the E.T. video game was a massive failure, almost brought down an industry. And that can be really hard, especially if you made the video game and everyone's crapping all over it. Oh, boy. So what happened to Scott? Oh, so he was really discouraged by E.T. So much that he left the computer engineering industry to try other jobs. He worked in real estate. He worked in television production. But ultimately, and the story has a happy ending. I mean, obviously Atari's fine, like they're not as big as they once were, but they're still around, you know? Mm-hmm. So don't worry about them. Uh but ultimately Scott became a therapist in Silicon Valley for other people like him who also work in tech. And I think that's very nice.
1: That's great, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I like
0: that ending. That's mm-hmm. good
1: that's really good okay we rarely
0: have a good ending to these seriously this one actually does most of them are
1: pretty bad ideas so it's like yeah they're not gonna have a good ending but it's like hey this guy ended up doing something with his failure and like turning into something positive i think that's awesome good for him
0: Mm. yeah so hank i now ask you the question how would you make an et video game that doesn't suck
1: in, so so, this is in five weeks. I think the important stipulation this is five weeks. Yeah. Is honestly, you can't really b- blame him for making a crappy game in five weeks when he was given right. five weeks to make a game. Um, I think it would be involved with E.T. touching things and making his finger glow. Ooh, That's yeah. the first idea that comes to mind. Some mechanic around like just very simple. like So honestly, Steven Spielberg saying make it like Pac-Man, in terms of being asked to like being asked to make something in five weeks, not that bad of an idea to make it less so much of a story with progression as just a, a single gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. So like something of an early infinite runner that involves, or like just like those infinite gameplay where your goal is just to get the score as high as possible. Et right. e. just has to tap. Maybe, maybe he's putting in a phone number, but it's super long because he's asked to go to an alien planet. So it's kind of like those rhythm games where things fall down and you just have to tap the right numbers. It's tap, tap revolution. Yeah. except e- phone. F- Phone home revolution.
0: That's actually not a bad title. Like, I don't like that. They need to give me the rights to E.T. now. Oh, yeah. It's already Marvel get Studios on is, it. Get, is, get, get another 20. To
1: make E.T. video game, two. It won't suck this time. We promise. And then we're going to self-sabotage
0: so that it does anyway. But it has to suck. If they're going to remake the E.T. video game, they have to make it bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did they have to make it. Remake it. I don't know. Did they seems make like it any they other do. video games
1: based on ET is eat or is like ET like basically kind of everybody just agrees not to let him near any video game at all. Like there's know. no ET character skins or like Fortnite skins or Fortnite backpacks. It seems like every character IP in
0: existence is a Fortnite backpack or skin. I don't know. I'm looking it up ET extraterrestrial and video games. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, he has some other video. He was in ET pinball. Um Okay. Was made. Uh, Makes sense. Uh, he was in the Lego Dimensions uh, video game. As oh, well. that's
1: I forgot about that. Yes, he was. Mm. So he had a bunch of weird figures for that game. That was the only way to get a portal figure. I want one. Mm.
0: Anyway, Lego nerd coming through. Continue. <laughs> so yeah, they did make ET video games. Honestly, if I was gonna make an ET video game that didn't suck, I would make it a uh, uh, match four. So. Uh, <laughs> It would sell like hot cakes. It would. Apparently. How many of those can people buy? How many people buy these? It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I will say that there was an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where the, there was an entire subplot of the like police chief was obsessed with a match four game called Quazy Cupcakes. <laughs> um, and I was just that he was addicted to it. You couldn't stop playing it. And so they made Quazy Cupcakes like an actual app. And I downloaded it. I will say That's the only like match four game I've had, and it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good game. I mean, it's probably
1: fun to play. I refuse to touch one out of frustration and snobbiness. Yeah, but it's probably fun.
0: Yeah. Anywho, oh snap! I got an app notification from Bird. (gasps) Speaking of Bird, let's fly on out of here. Let's. It's time for our ending segment. This is now our second one of. Do you have? A good idea, bad idea for this week? Uh, I texted you about it. I texted you about it. I missed that. Uh, oh, all right, no. good
1: idea for this week. Stay safe if you're in a hurricane zone. This is coming out like weeks from now. Yeah, there might be another one. <laughs> well, we don't know, actually. We, we That's might be on point. Hurricane Nathan.
0: Hurricane Nathan? is that I'm the next... calling that as the next one. It's a hurricane of hot dogs. Also, it's... um. <laughs> it's It's also also like
1: they stop they (laughs) run out of names so they start having to use words
0: (laughs) no it's i i want to imagine it's hurricane nathan but they stopped running they ran out of names and so now they're having corporate sponsors take over (gasps) tropical storms (laughs) i could totally see that happening too (laughs) yeah uh hurricane windex no but the the companies
1: have to pay to have their name removed from the hurricane oh that's hilarious if they don't pay up, they'll be forever associated with a deadly natural disaster.
0: All right. Hurricane Apple coming in. <laughs> I am a tropical to... storm Tesla.
1: OK, wait, wait, wait. Who who names hurricanes? What association names hurricane? Do you
0: know this? Um, it's not. I always thought it was like the weather channel. And sometimes they do name some like tropical storms. But I think it's like the National Weather Service or something. OK, it's uh the World Meteorological Organization.
1: So I'm gotcha. about to turn the World Meteorological Organization into the single most lucrative business on planet frickin' Earth and nobody is ready for it. No. Oh man. What do you to do? That's your good hurricane? idea of the week. Yeah, that's my good idea of the week. Nobody steal it, please. I want to make all the money off that. Yeah. What's the okay. corporation going to do? Sue a hurricane.
0: You can't beat me. <laughs> <in Windex>.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I win. I win. <laughs> oh, man. You're protected. Oh, man. That's such a good it's idea. Perfect.
1: Oh, my goodness. I need to go into meteorology now and just rip up that industry from the ground up. <laughs> That's
0: brilliant. Oh, my God.
1: I'm going to start targeting smaller and smaller companies, but I'll make it so they can just afford to pay for it, but it's all the money they got.
0: You know what, Hank, if you can make if you can make bank off of that in like that by the next time we record, I will let you be back on the podcast and I won't kill you.
1: Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. I've got a chance. I've got a chance.
0: Nice. This is like literally this is one of those plots that starts
1: off a movie about somebody doing some wacky thing, but yeah. then they figure out that it was just All that matters was the friends all along. That's how the movies work. The
0: real friends was the hurricanes we made along the way.
1: (laughs) The hurricanes we named along the way.
0: And we say hurricane, uh, we mean Tropical Storm, and Ida isn't a joke. However, this is very funny. This is hilarious. (laughs) This is 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 the joke. This is Uh, good. God, (laughs) you sue the hurricane. Fucking losers. Speaking of losers, I have my idea for the week. Yeah, what's that? My bad idea is ripping off our stuff. Somebody rip so, off our stuff? I've posted about this on our social media a couple times, but I'm going to call some people out. Uh Watcher Entertainment, uh, Shane Madey and Ryan Bergara of Watcher Entertainment has been ripping off our stuff for way too long. Way too long. These ex-buzz feeders. Now, independent business owners, first of all, they steal my bit of interviewing people through a haunted house. I did it first. I was in college, sophomore (laughs) year. I interviewed people through a haunted house. It went viral, a thousand views, and everyone loved it. The next year, the next year, they make an entire show about it. Spooky small talk where they interview people through a haunted house. I remember this. Okay, yeah. Then they do Puppet History. And they talk about the great molasses flood and who talked about the great molasses flood first. Us. We did. Yeah. It was all us. Yeah. I, I will say also, Stephen Lim's also a part of, uh, watch entertainment. I was just thinking of the two people who ripped off our stuff. Steven's fine, but it's shame a and Ryan Beggar who stole our stuff. Um, and then I watched last Friday. I even sent it to you. I yeah. sent it to you, Hank. I've seen, this they talked real. about the emu war. Whoa. We're the only people who know about that. We talked about the emu war in our third episode. Third episode. Nobody else has heard of that.
1: I went to Australia and I found the sacred text of the emu war buried under the great eucalyptus tree. Mm Mm-hmm. I had to beat the shit out of a koala to get to it.
0: Yeah. It wasn't Hank fun. Hank was banned in Australia because <laughs> of that episode. I,
1: I went through some traumatic shit to get those texts. And now Puppet History is like, we'll just talk about it. We're we'll the yeah. ones who discovered the texts under the Great
0: Eucalyptus tree. Just because they take ideas that anyone could have and they do it better than how we have ever done it. That doesn't mean you can just do it. Just because they're talented at what they do doesn't mean that they can do it. Man, I am riled up. I am yeah. riled up.
1: Yeah, so these people uh, they're
0: thieves. They're thieves and liars. They're liars. Adults. Li- oh, oh okay, let's let's calm down, you know. <laughs> let's they take a chill pill here. Fucked hey. my wife. <laughs> Man they're just they're they're no good people no good ideas no they're no good people and if you don't know what i'm talking about if you want to see what we're talking about go to youtube.com slash watcher and watch everything they've ever made and you'll understand that they just steal our stuff and if you want to save it for later just like all their videos (laughs) so it saves in that like i mean you don't really like them but it just stays there for legal reasons, everything we've said is a joke. Hank, is it even married? Exactly. Yeah. What are they going to yeah. sue us? Yeah. Well, well, we'll name we'll name a hurricane after them. They'll have to. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Hurricane Hurricane Watcher Media. Pay yeah. up, losers. <laughs>
0: yeah, pay up. So, yeah, so that's my bad idea, ripping off our stuff. Third times, th- th- three strikes, you're out. Three strikes. They left with golf off with a warning the first time. The second time. <laughs> this time, I'm not playing around. We got our first beef on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we got our first No Good Ideas beef. Oh, yeah. All fat, grass fed,
1: free range beef. And we're not going to talk about we're not going to make a Twitter beef account about it. No, those are those are a bad idea. That's a bad idea.
0: If anything, we'll just tweet from our main account, which, by the way, of our main account. Let's talk about our plugs. Hank, where can we find you at?
1: Uh, youtube.com backslash hank far watch my new short film the beekeeper It's the best one i made it's five minutes of fun enjoyability and it'll make you smile go watch it go play little brother's turn ios android pc through steam or itch.io great little game that we made
0: uh bradley where can we find you you can find me at bradley with an e everywhere on twitter instagram tiktok youtube uh not clash that died months ago um i still uh, play clash of clans it's a lot of no fun. no no it's a it's a different app clash i was trying to remember letterbox that was it um oh. and cameo if you want me to if you want to pay me five bucks and uh have me say whatever you want uh within reason um and uh you can follow this show at no good ideas pod at twitter instagram and tiktok and you can join the fight against watcher entertainment <laughs> for jacking our stuff Just take it, (laughs) ripped it from us.
1: They fucked my wife and they'll fuck yours too if you don't fight back. Yeah. Get on it, no good idea nation. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for joining everybody. This was super fun.
0: Yeah, it was fine.